0: Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, I'm Scott David Chase. This is my truth. Tell me yours. On this episode, I spoke with Crystal Johnson, who is a tattoo artist in Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, I met Crystal in Jerome, Arizona, just as I was leaving Jerome and moving back to uh, New Hampshire. Um, But we've followed each other on the uh, social medias. And have remained pals. So, um, we were we were waiting to get our table at breakfast. Uh, so we were sitting outside and uh, so it's definitely a noisier episode. It's also kind of a short one. We talked for about 20 minutes. So, uh, yeah. But uh, hope you enjoy this truncated episode. And uh, yeah, maybe I'll get a little bit more when I go visit her at her shop to get tattooed later today. Uh, maybe not. We'll see. All right. Enjoy. Hey, guys. Something cool for season two. Uh, I now have a sponsor. Uh, that sponsor is WeAreDapperTies.com. It's a company that was started by two brothers, Andrew and Julian. Um, they have a whole selection of different types of ties. You know, there's plenty of occasions where you're going to need a tie. I, I pulled up the website. I checked it out. If I need to order a tie, I'm going to go to this website first because it's less expensive than in the store. And... If you use the promo code truth on com, you'll get free shipping. Normally, it costs you five bucks to get it shipped, but free shipping anywhere in the US if you put in promo code truth on com, So, uh, yeah, we are dappertize. Check them out, guys. But then, because I'm doing so many of them, it's just easier, you know, after the fact, to be like, all right, which ones am I putting up this time? Oh, I don't have to guess. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, we're at the
1: Penny Ann's Penny Anne's Cafe. Cafe
0: at the Argyle <laughs> Apartments, um, which is it's six stories tall, and the building is painted Argyle. Um, it's kind of like a, I don't know, like 40s deco. Maybe early fifties. Yeah, it's a it's a brisk but not too cold October morning here in, here in Utah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm giving the play-by-play. I never do that. Um, uh, it's funny because most of the like we talked a bit last night, and I was just like, oh, shit. I should I should recording that. I should be recording that. But you know, whatever. Um, so you, this is your second time in Salt Lake City living Living here
1: yeah Yeah, I moved here like six years ago um I I was here for a year but I was 22 or 23 at the time and I was used to my small town and not really doing what I loved in life and so I hated it I made made it about a year and then I moved back to Arizona Mm -hmm. but that was the best thing I could have done because that's when I started my apprenticeship actually was when I moved back so
0: your apprenticeship for tattooing yeah yeah um because you would Yeah, when we first met in Jerome, you were just about to begin your apprenticeship. Um, and that was about five years ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, and now you work at Ironclad? Ironclad, yeah. yeah. Which is... You're the third tattoo artist I know who works at a, a shop called Ironclad. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean,
1: it's Ironclad like the ship, so it, it's right. a pretty popular
0: name for a tattoo shop. Well, and I mean, I I feel like, you know, tattoo shops, metal bands, stuff like that, like, there's only so many names you can choose, particularly, like, if it's, like, a regional thing, you know. I mean, and tattoo shops are not, like, national chains, so, you know, there's definitely gonna be some overlapping names. um, But you've only, you've only been at that shop for a couple months?
1: Since February. Oh, okay. Um...
0: But you weren't living here then. Oh, no, you you had you lived in another apartment. You just moved to the apartment that you're in. Right, there. yeah. I. Okay, so
1: you've been there for some time. Yeah, I moved to Salt Lake, back to Salt Lake in February, mid-February. And I started right around Valentine's Day at the shop, which I had done two guest spots at before. Yeah. So, like, I had come and work for a few days, like, starting, like, I think last year in, like, July was the first time I came here to end. Yeah. It's a good shop, though. All my coworkers are really rad. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of have the I have the freedom to be as successful or not successful as I want to be. Sure.
0: How many people tattoo there? Seven. Okay. Um, and do you just kind of, like, do you pick your schedule? Are there certain days that they're...
1: So, we're open Tuesday through Saturday, 12 to 8. So, you're kind of expected to be there... Then, But it's pretty loose. Like, you know, if you have stuff going on and you are, you're like, you know, I'm not going to be there right at noon. You don't have to be. So some people come in later and some people stay later. Um, I left at 11 last night and there was still one guy tattooing he was probably going to be there at least till midnight. Yeah. Um, So you have a lot of flexibility with it. Um, I spent throughout the summer, I mean, there was like over a month I was gone and it's, you know, you have like... It's almost like being self-employed. You're not, but you kind of have the freedom like you are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's nice. Uh, And you and I were also talking about the fact that you've done some fairly extensive traveling in the country. And you've done guest spots at a lot of different shops. Um, Yeah. And, I mean, I know a lot of tattoo artists that do that. I mean, are shops usually pretty good about kind of promoting you when you're there or they really expect you to kind of self-promote um
1: i think both some places don't really do it at all yeah um and some places do but it depends on every like everywhere you go there's there's places that maybe you'll go there and if they promote you people will want to book with you through your promotions and there's places that just do a lot of walk-ins and are really busy and you'll get the overflow from it so I've had both where I really wasn't promoted. And most of the time, it wasn't, like, I really wasn't promoted. But it just depends on the type of shop you're going to. Yeah. Like there are walk-in shops and street shops. and there's appointment-only shops, private studios. So it just depends on that. And then, like, location, yeah. too. Yeah. I, I don't think any of... The, I think I've done 11 or 12 guest spots in... I'm I don't know like 10 different states Mm -hmm. and it's never I don't think any of them were ever really a bust like none of them were like I didn't do anything
0: Sure, sure. you
1: know so it was you know even if it's like a place that was slower it was was always like a good time because I always even just traveling I'd pick up little things and I'm like oh what are you doing you know and I would learn like a stupid little trick which like it's It was stupid because I'm like, oh, that seems so obvious.
0: But you didn't think of it. I didn't think of
1: it. You know, just little things like...
0: There was something that Danny told me the other day about painting that I was like... Oh, no. No, it wasn't Danny. She told me something and then Mike Gallagher told me. He was just like, and of course, I forgot it now. He's like, yeah, I just do this, this, and this. And I was like, oh, shit. And I've been, you know, I've been painting for... Several years, but it's mostly self-taught, so that's the thing. I was just like, well, it never, it never occurred to me to like. It's driving me nuts for what it was, but I was like, oh, that's that makes total sense. But yeah, and that's yeah. So you're definitely like, it's an exp- it's a worthwhile endeavor.
1: Yeah, I've I've definitely doing that has helped me like learn so much more than if I would have never traveled if I would have just you know stayed where I was at and everything then I wouldn't be where I'm at in my career because I not only do it's like I get to learn different things from different people um it's there's different types of art that people want like regionally
0: yeah
1: so I get to so when I lived in North Carolina and I remember it was something nautical it wasn't as you know something as simple as an anchor but it wasn't an anchor I can't remember what it was yeah and I was like, I've never tattooed one of those. My coworkers like, oh, were just like, Really? We've never tattooed one but, but we lived on on the coast. And I was like, I'm from Arizona. Have you ever tattooed a cactus? And they're like, right. No. I'm like, Well, I have. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't and at the time I'm like, I have only been tattooing, you know, for like a two years or right. whatever. So right. like people definitely want stuff regionally and it's kinda of cool to get to see the different things that people want and then it kind of helps inspire me too, to be like more well-rounded to, sure yeah to do that so.
0: yeah because you get to do stuff that you wouldn't necessarily do yeah it, in the it
1: makes you yeah it makes you think and that's another thing just with tattooed in general it's like it makes me think about things and draw things I would never draw yeah like, oh you want this and that I'm like that seems really weird and hard to put together and the challenge of it and putting it together making it look like you can do some pieces really Fun and then it feel, yeah. you know, I have something to show for it, like my hard work at the end. It's like right. there's something that I can, I can physically see my progress, you
0: know,
1: yeah, visibly. Sure. See, yeah. You
0: know? Do you do you photograph every tattoo that you do?
1: Not everyone. Right. Um, I've had a bad habit about it, but there's, you know, there's a lot of times where I'll do something and it's really tiny and simple. <laughs> um, but. and and then I don't end up photographing it you know just I probably should
0: yeah
1: but I I think at a certain point though it's like how long am I going to do that for for like 10 years of tattoos I've already done hundreds and hundreds of them I don't know how many exactly but
0: do you have do you have like a a portfolio book that like people come to the shop and look through yeah
1: I do but um Mm. it's it's a photo book that like I made on like Shutterfly or something like yeah. that um, and I only update it like once a year so there's like a whole year's worth of like tattoos that aren't even in that so usually I try to tell people if you have Instagram go on there because right. it's way easier for me to upload a photo yeah, and sure. to edit it and then you know spend 70 bucks on a new book
0: right yeah so, yeah I, I mean uh, I see a lot of your work on Instagram yeah uh, what's if someone's listening to this and they wanna wanna check out your stuff? It's, it's just add Crystal Johnson Art. Yeah, Crystal, Crystal
1: with John, a K Yeah, K-R-Y-S-T-A-L and then
0: Johnson Art. Yeah, uh, I thought that was funny. Then cause we're waiting to get breakfast and then we had to give our name and the lady asked her name in Utah. And she's, she's going out, and I'm like, Is that really that weird to me? So
1: it's not yeah. even that. It's this thing in Utah where people have the most you whitest know, people you ever meet names like Shaylin and it'll be and and people will spell it the the most weird name like way out there uh there was a girl I met named Kasia she was blonde girl from Ogden or something I don't know and like just things like that there was a girl called her name was Shaylin and it was spelled like S-H-Y-L like I don't even I can't even tell you how it's spelled but that's there's a lot of people in Utah um Especially like in the millennial generation, that have mm. these really odd names that have these spellings Desire that everyone spells. has to have a Y in it. Right. There's like something yeah. that you're never going to get right ever, and I, I'm not sure why that is.
0: Yeah, um, I went to high school with a with a girl named Melissa, but it was spelled with, uh, two C's instead of two S's. And I was like, her name's Malika. She's
1: probably from Utah. <laughs> I don't
0: remember where she was from yeah I um I I did this I, cause I have noticed with the millennial generation and like and now my generation naming their kids that everyone has to be like super unique you know it's just like there's no more Matthews and Heathers and stuff like that it's all just you know and there's a lot of them are like name names that are like a century and a half old um uh, I know someone who just named their son Cromwell, and I'm like, okay. my
1: my friend, uh, they have this, my, my, two of my friends, they have a son who's about a year old. His name is Dashel. Dashel. So they call him Dash. His Dashel a Daughter named Nixon. Nick, Nixon is not super far out there, but yeah, I thought Dashel was a huh. one I haven't really heard before. Yeah, yeah,
0: I do know. Uh, yeah, but I, I'm sure that there'll be a backswing from that and all those kids will be tired of that, and they'll go back to, you know, different, you know, to Jason and, and Mike and, you know, you know Jennifer. Or maybe they'll just go back to,
1: like, you'll your kids, like, Ruth and Ezekiel Doris. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, Things
0: funny. like that. Yeah. Um, what made you, uh, like, when you moved, when you were back in Jerome, did you know you wanted to try, te- like, how did you, like, first said you wanted to be- be a uh,
1: I was living in Sedona actually And a, my best friend who I lived with Used to go clean a tattoo shop We went with her one time and uh, It was after hours Some of the guys were still there And I was like that would be really cool to do Because I've always been an artist and done art And um, I was like yeah that would be really cool To learn how to do tattooing and, I, and I'd never even thought of it As like a career option like yeah. Anytime before that Were
0: like, you, you know, already doing art Pretty regularly?
1: not, I wouldn't say regularly, but, like, I had, you know, I've definitely done art, like, my entire life, and, you know, I think while, like, I just moved back from Salt Lake to Arizona, and I think while I was here in that year, I'd probably done, like, three pieces of art, and so not super regularly, but still enough where it was, like, it hadn't been years in between, um, and so the guys like, yeah, come talk to us about our friendship, and so, I went there, and I started it uh, somewhere in Sedona, and, you know, it wasn't super professional, so I ended up leaving there, and then when I moved to Jerome from Sedona, uh, I spent a couple months, you know, talking to all the shops around the Verde Valley area, mm-hmm. and then when I, you know, talked to them at Jerome Tattoo Company, where I did my apprenticeship, and that, like, I talked to them about it, and started there under... Chip Taylor and he left after about a year he left and opened up his own studio and then I did another year and a half with Adam Gelbert
0: but, and Adam's still there
1: yeah, uh, yeah Adam I'm not sure how long he's owned it now but he did his apprenticeship there uh, when it was Avatar I
0: believe gotcha in- I know that so I moved there in I moved to Jerome in 2010 and he was co owner
1: Right, yeah. he was up until just a few years ago, I believe, until he took the full ownership. Yeah. Um, I'm not, re- you know, and I don't know the dates on when sure. all that changed or anything like
0: that. Yeah. But. But yeah, it's been it's been yeah. several years that he's he's been running the place. So.
1: Yeah. So I mean, he probably, I think he probably did his he when he did his apprenticeship. He was like 16 or 17. And he's, like, 30 now, so, you know, he's been doing it for probably... I didn't realize he was that 13, young. 12 or 13 years. Yeah, he's six months older than me, okay. and he was my mentor. Yeah. yeah, But he had, you know, I started my apprenticeship when I was 25, and he started his when he was 16, so... Or 17, maybe. So he had had, like, nine years of a Sure, like sure. 12
0: sure. years. So he was only, like, 23 or 24 when I first moved to town that's funny but yeah. he had also been if he started oh uh, yeah
1: he's he's been an old man forever though <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah
0: that's funny. um was so we were, you we're talking about traveling um to different shops to tattoo was uh it was Vermont the furthest you've traveled yeah
1: yeah it was um and, I, you know, I thought about going up to, like, Maine to go to like, the furthest point that I could. Sure. And I think at that point, though, it had already been three months I'd been on the road. Yeah. And I was really starting to get tired of, tra- mm-hmm. of living in my car. Because after Vermont, I went to Syracuse and stayed with a couple of friends. And I went to uh, New York City for a couple of days back to Maryland, another guest spot there, and then I had, and I was going to move to North Carolina, and I had one guest spot in between there, where I was going to go to D.C., and I just, I ended up skipping out on it, because I was, like, I was just, I'm just tired of, I I just want to, I want to not live out of a bag in my car anymore.
0: I, trust me, I can understand that Uh, feeling, I mean, I'm, this is, today is day 21 of my 51-day trip, so I'm, like... I feel like I've I feel like I've been on the road for months and it's been three weeks. So
1: And you know, like I said, I did four months the first year that I did it. And the second and I did that by myself the first time. Second time uh, my sister and our dog were with me, so it was so after three months we're like, Let's move somewhere, we're gonna fucking kill each other right. after living in a car with, you know, two people and a dog.
0: Yeah, and, it's cramped quarters.
1: Yeah, but then you miss it when you're in an apartment. Where right. You get in your car, and you go to work, you just want to keep driving.
0: <laughs> it feels weird being able to stretch out both of your arms all the way. Right. Yeah.
1: You're having a numb butt like for most of the day. Yeah.
0: It's, it's been a weird it's been a weird thing for me so far to be like seeing familiar faces for a day and then like hitting the reset button every day. But you know.
1: It's weird, but it's something like
0: I I really dig it, too. Yeah,
1: it's cool. And it's, like, cool to look back on that, too. And, like, I feel like it makes you, like, kind of cherish your memories more, too. For sure. Like, Uh, you think about it, and you're like, God, like, that moment was, like, there was something there. Or maybe there wasn't. But, you know, at some point, you're probably going to remember it.
0: Yeah. Think about it. I got to, in, in Jerome, I got to meet two people that I knew digitally. Like, two Instagram friends well, I mean uh, and, and they oh
1: was Noel one of them
0: yeah Noel and then Miguel, um, uh, Miguel, Miguel. he he works for Pucifer um, okay and he was like he was actually in town when I came back in Jerome when I came two and a half years ago but I didn't meet him and but I mean he's you know striking he, he has pretty big afro um,
1: okay you know what I think I've seen him around town yeah, but never yeah. have met
0: him Sure. Yeah. yeah, and that was the same thing and then like because of mutual friends he started following me on Instagram and then I started following him and then like he recognized me, I was in the store and he's like hey, cool. Cool. Alright, we're gonna make you so uh we may continue this conversation later and if not, uh, Fire. 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 that's what you get yeah. the first thing.